This week on the Essential Coaching Skills Podcast, I get to talk to you all by myself. Yep, it's just me talking to you, and I'm going to be talking about what I think are some of the essential coaching skills out there to be a great coach and also to have a great coaching practice. You are listening to the Essential Coaching Skills Podcast, a show devoted to uncovering the systems and the secrets that set the best apart where you learn how to take your coaching clients to the next level while you grow the coaching practice of your dreams. So sit back and relax, or sit up and get excited. Either way, you might want to pay attention. This could be important. Hello, and welcome to the Essential Coaching Skills Podcast. This is Doug O'Brien. I'm very happy to be here with you today. I'm here by myself. Well, literally, I am by myself, but I also don't have a guest on the podcast. I've usually been by myself, technically speaking, but there's been someone on the other end of a conversation um, remotely by Zoom, generally speaking, but nevertheless, somebody else to talk to. This time, it's just you and me. So, as odd as this seems to me, to me, because I'm just talking to a microphone, I am going to imagine that you, whoever you actually are, but imagining that you're actually enjoying what I'm saying. I'm going to imagine that you're really interested in what I'm going to say, um, because I, I do think this is interesting stuff. The Central Coaching Skills Podcast was designed to help find out the secrets and systems that set the best apart. That's its little name. And what does that mean? It means that people who are good at something have a way of doing it, right? And success leaves clues. We can usually find out what it is they're doing by modeling them. That's an NLP technical term, but to model someone is to basically to, to follow in their footsteps, to emulate them, to do what they do as much as we're able to do so ourselves. Um, there's a technique for it in NLP, but suffice it to say, role modeling and, you know, just following in some of its footsteps is pretty easy to do, right? You can see it. You can see what's happening. You can hear how they're talking. You can do that sort of thing. Doing Being a successful coach is about a lot of things. It's being about uh, listening extraordinarily well to, to pick up on cues that are both verbal and nonverbal. It's to be able to ask good questions to get a person to very, very clear on their outcomes and, you know, what's holding them back, what's stopping them from getting there and what resources they have that they could use to get there, that through adroit use of questionings, you can help them uncover those resources and take them on for themselves. Being a successful coach is also about marketing ourselves, right? People have to know that we are available and that we're good. And we have to be able to convince them of that. (laughs) <laughs> it takes some doing. And in the old days, of course, you'd put an ad in the paper or some magazine or whatever. Print ads were very common. These days, it's changed, right? So we have email, we've got Facebook advertisements, we've got lots of things. We have podcasts, we have lots of ways of getting the message out there. We need to be able to uh, use all those different methods and to be able to put ourselves out there in a way that people will respond. So there's a lot to it. There's a lot to anything. There's a lot to any business that you're going to be successful in. And one of the great ways I think to think about this is put out in this book called, um, there's espoused in this book is, is promulgated, is uh, talked about. 
in a book called The E-Myth by a man named Michael Gerber. Now, True Confessions, I don't think it's a great book. I actually don't. I think it's one of those books, and there's plenty of them that fit this description out there. It's one of those books that could probably be done in about, oh, 18 to 20 pages. Let's just say uh, a lot shorter than the book actually was. A book is, I don't know, 300 pages-ish, a standard kind of business book. Um, most of that is just filler. The actual you know, idea behind it is, is pretty simple. The idea behind it is the e-myth is the entrepreneur myth. The entrepreneur myth states that you know most people who think that they are entrepreneurs are not actually entrepreneurs. They are actually overworked technicians. And he uses this example. It's an example, something like this. I don't know if what I'm about to say to you is is verbatim from the book, but it's this is the idea. Let's just say for an exa- as an example that there's a guy named um, uh, George. George is, a, is an excellent mechanic. He's a brilliant car mechanic, right? He can fix any car and, and do it precisely and efficiently and you know, gets gets the job done. It's just great. So the local Sunoco station where he works is very busy because he's so good. They want to work with this guy, George. So eventually George decides he's going to be an entrepreneur. He's going to go out there on his own. So he opens George's garage, right? So now is he an entrepreneur? I don't think so. At this point in time, he is an overworked technician because suddenly, instead of being able to just simply focus on what he's really good at, which is being a mechanic, now he has to do that and he's got to book the appointments. He's got to, you know, clean up afterwards every day. He's got to, you know, do the answering the phones and, you know, just all that sort of stuff. He's got to do marketing. He's got to do all these different jobs, most of which he's never done before and isn't particularly good at. So what happens to his business? It, it doesn't go very well. I mean, it starts off probably really well because everybody goes, oh, George is his own thing. But then after a while, it's like they're frustrated. They don't get the service on time. So what is an entrepreneur really? An entrepreneur really is somebody who, like George, is really good at something and then figures out a way to kind of replicate themselves. So they find systems to create a business around their expertise. So as an example, you find um, George is a great mechanic. You find people who are good at at doing sales. You find people who are good at doing the uh, marketing. You find people who are good at doing the the setups and the answering the phone, that sort of that job. People are good at cleaning up. You find people who are good at various different jobs, tasks that go into running the overall business. And that can all thereby support George. And then you detail those systems and you recreate it someplace else. So you have George's garage East, and then you get a great mechanic, perhaps trained by George to be as good as he is or close to it. And you get other people to do those other jobs, you know, the marketing, the sales, the cleaning up, et cetera, et cetera, for this other garage that opens up with the same logo. And people say, Oh, there's George's garage East. There's George's garage West. And then there can be a George's garage South and George's garage Biloxi and, you know, wherever they may be, you open it up and you say, oh, must be the same place. It's the same logo. And I know I'm going to get the same great service. That's what they're known for. So that's it. That's the whole idea right there, right there. That's it. I've just saved you however much time and energy you need reading the e-myth. Sorry, 
Michael Gerber, but that's, that's, that's the truth. That is kind of the whole thing. Michael Gerber uses lots of examples and most of them are McDonald's. <laughs> most of them, you know, because that's, that's a great system right there. You know, you think about it, wherever you go in the world, and there's billions probably of McDonald's franchises. I remember when the sign said, you know, over 1 million sold, and then it's over 10 million sold. And they're talking about hamburgers. We're talking now franchises, <laughs> McDonald's, you know, franchises. Um, pretty much wherever you go, you're going to walk into any McDonald's. It's going to look very similar. It's going to sound very similar. The food is going to be virtually identical no matter where you go. And that's not necessarily a good thing in the case of the McDonald's, but it is also a very good thing when it comes to people knowing your product. So a system approach, systematized approach is what we're talking about when it comes to, you know, being an entrepreneur. What systems do you use to run your business in a way that makes it very, very effective? There are systems, there are people to follow, people to model, that say this is this is what's going to really, really work to create a coaching business that's effective. Now, most of our conversations thus far have touched lightly upon the business side of things. I, I, t- I make a point to asking everybody what they think the important part of you know running a you know, coaching business is. But most of the conversations are about the coaching itself. How do you actually interact? with another human being to help them get to their best stuff, right? To help them get to not only their best stuff inside their resources, but also how to create the life that they want the best, which may not be being an entrepreneur. It might just be simply really successful in whatever business they're in or relationships that they're in or whatever it might be. You as a coach are being able to be flexible enough for whomever it is that you're working with to get them to where they want to go. As an example, I have a, a client. I, I've actually never met this person. Most of my coaching, coaching is done on the phone these days, often on Zoom, of course, but very often still on the phone. And this particular gentleman I've, I've never actually met. Um, he's a, a developer down in Florida. And I know nothing about being a developer and I know very little about Florida, to tell you the truth. I know what, where it is. I've been there, been there a few times, several times, many times, actually. I like Florida. Nothing wrong with Florida. Um, <laughs> don't look at me like that. I mean it. Um, but I know nothing about being a developer. That's way out of my wheelhouse. But I know about human beings, and I know about success, and I know about consistency, and I know about you know being doing the steps necessary to get to where you want to go. And I can help him do that for his particular business. See, coaching is not consulting. It's one of the first things I learned from Thomas Leonard, my first, maybe only actual teacher of coaching per se, Thomas Leonard back in the 90s. Um, was very specific saying that, no, consulting is consulting. If you're going to be a consultant, then you, you've got to know a lot about the particular thing that you're consulting about, whether it's coaching or, or, or developing or, you know, whatever you need to know your staff there for that thing you're consulting. As a coach, however, no. Coaching is not consulting. Coaching is about the human being that's within this equation. How do you help them be the best them so that they can get to the best results, whether it's in 
business, like I said, or anything else. I've really enjoyed a lot of these conversations that I've had um, with some people that I absolutely love these people. Um, Stephen Gilligan, Dan Millman, Connie Ray Andreas. It's just been a hit parade of some of my favorite people. Um, I've just, every single person has been on this show is given so many golden nuggets of ideas and things to do. Um, way of being, you know, Bruce Teal in his way of, you know, approaching using NLP and things within a sort of traditional therapy practice, you know, Rachel Hot in her way of using NLP in NLP coaching and also training, you know, everything that's been around Stephen, you know, it's just been wonderful, 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 wonderful. And it just goes to show that there is more than one way to do what we're doing. All these people are coaches. Every single one of them is a coach. Every single one of them is successful. Every single one of them is different from one another. So one of the things I think is really essential to be successful as a, as a coach is to find out who you are, find out what your style is. Because you know what? As wonderful as everyone that I've mentioned so far is, they don't fit for every single person who needs a coach out there, right? Like, like Tony Robbins, one of my teachers as, as well. I, I learned NLP from Tony Robbins back in the 1980s when he was still an NLP trainer. Back in 1985 and 86 or so, he was still doing NLP trainings. That's where I learned from him. Um, he's very popular, as you probably know. You probably know the name. He's a very, you know, popular uh, uh, seminar leader and author. He's certainly not for everybody. There's a lot of people that dislike him as much as people who like him. So, as Abraham Lincoln once said, I think you can't be everything to everybody or you can't please all the people all the time and that sort of thing. So whoever you are listening to this right now, you've got gifts. You've got ways of being that are unique to you. Unique to you. You're nothing like Tony Robbins. Or maybe you are, but you're also you. You're not Tony. I'm not Tony. You're not me. I'm not you. I'm not Stephen Gilligan. I'm not any of these people that have been on the show. And yet I'm a very, very effective coach because I can do some of those things I mentioned. I'm really good at listening to people. I'm really good at just getting to the heart of the matter with people and then finding ways that they get in touch with their resources to get to the where they want to go. I'm really good at helping people to do that. And that is a skill that anybody can learn. So no matter who you are, what your major focus is, what you're mostly you know, passionate about and interested in, you can use you know, skills like listening skills to hone your craft and make it even better so that you can be the best you that you can be. You know what I mean? Be the best you that you can be. In my Essential Coaching Skills website, right, I'm, right now I'm teaching some classes on Ericksonian hypnosis. Now, I don't think you have to learn NLP or Ericksonian hypnosis to be a coach. There's plenty of people that don't know NLP or Ericksonian hypnosis and are very successful coaches. Some of them have probably been on my podcast already, although I think most of them have at least heard of it. And I do think that there are certain skills within those, those, those disciplines that are really great. They may not be 
like absolutely necessary. You can do without them, but they could also be thought of as being essential in that the more that you do know of them, the, the more positive results you get, you know? So there's a difference between, I think the word essential and the words uh, like absolutely necessary. Um, you know, I hope I'm right about that. Maybe essential and absolutely necessary are synonyms. And yet I, I don't, I don't think they are. I think they're really important, highly important, not necessarily necessary, highly important. And the more that you know of them, the more you'll get. Just like a number of years ago, I was given a gift from my wife of uh, taking a course in knife skills um, at a cooking class place in New York City. I, I must confess, I don't remember the name of the actual school, but it taught, teaches classes in, in, in cooking. And one of the classes was called knife skills. And I took that class and it was great. And it was really great to learn, you know, how professional chefs, chefs, et cetera, use a knife in a very efficient and effective way. And yet, as much better as a a cook I am perhaps now, I still, you wouldn't know it by eating anything that I'm making. You're not going to eat some of this um, food that I've prepared and go like, whoa, this is really cut up professionally. You're just going to it's the same recipe, right? I'm making the same food. So you're just going to enjoy the food, not say, wow, this knife skill was amazing. Um, you know what I'm saying? So these are, these are skills that will enhance your ability to be who you are even vastly more than you could have been otherwise. So those are the kinds of skills we're talking about. So in Ericksonian hypnosis, the, the kind of hypnosis that was created by Milton Erickson and practiced by a lot of people is also the, the inspiration behind NLP in many, many cases. Ericksonian hypnosis offers a lot of great learning way beyond actually just how to put someone into a trance, how to use hypnosis per se. Erickson was a strategic thinker. So much of his way of approaching psychotherapy has actually gone on to spawn other things besides just hypnosis, like short-term behavioral therapy. As an example was also created from Erickson's work. Much of uh, family therapy was was devoted was created by not Erickson directly, but by people who were Ericksonians. You know, so they thought about family systems because of Erickson. A lot of things are derived from his way of going about things. It's a great thing to learn. So over there at my essential coaching skills class website place, a membership site, you can learn those things. And yet there are other places as well, many other places as well, where you can learn essential coaching skills. And are they absolutely necessary? Some of them, yes, absolutely necessary. It's absolutely necessary to to know how to talk to someone and to ask questions and to discern their outcome. And is it a well-stated outcome? And how do you help them get there? Some of those skills are, yes, absolutely necessary. And it really depends on how you want to proceed from there. Some coaching is done on a much more spiritual basis than other, other coachings, as an example. It's not so much about the, you know, get a particular outcome as far as you know, dollars and cents in your business bottom line, but it's about how you are growing as a human being, you know, so it's nice to have both, of course. It's nice to have both. Dan Millman's uh, comments about how 
when he was training with the uh, gymnastics team at Stanford, they'd gone from pretty poorly executing gymnastics team, maybe one of the worst in the country to a championship team. And much of what he was coaching them had nothing to do per se with the technique of being a gymnast had to do with being a human, but had to do with being focused and being uh, disciplined in your way of thinking, you know, which was coming from lots of different spiritual backgrounds, if you will, meditative practices. And that led to, great understandings and a championship caliber gymnastics team at the same time. It's nice to have both, isn't it? So it's been fun to be listening to these different people. I'm really excited about where we're going with this, this podcast. Really excited about the different guests we've got on the docket coming up. Um, really excited about having a hard drive that backs up stuff every day so that I don't lose some <laughs> that I've lost already so that I don't have to redo them again in the future. I'm backing things up very regularly now. That may also be an essential coaching skill right there is back up your computer. It's been uh, an interesting ride thus far, and I, I'm really glad that you're here listening to me. I hope this is as interesting to you as it is to me. Um, and if it's not, then wait till next week because there'll be another guest and there'll be a very interesting, uh, different take on what an essential coaching skill is. And so, therefore, I bid you adieu for today. Keep on trucking. Keep on going. Think, keep on listening. And if you have any questions, feel free to write. You can call me. You can write me anytime you want. Um, probably the best email address is doug at ericksonian.com named after Ericksonian hypnosis. So Doug at Ericksonian.com is probably the easiest way, but there's other ones as well. And if you know one of them, that works just fine. There's a bunch of them that come through. So thanks again. Hope to talk to you soon. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want any more information about today's show, please visit our website at www.essentialcoachingskills.com. Be sure to tune in again next week for our next episode and discover even more about the systems and the secrets that set the best apart.